Hello and welcome to The Widow Podcast. I am your host, Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I am a widow, a mum, a health coach, a life coach and grief coach. I want to help you see that you really can create something truly meaningful after loss. You have everything you need within you and I want to help you find it so you can see how capable and amazing you really are. Helping you find a more positive way through your grief. Hello and welcome back to episode four of the Widow podcast. It's lovely to have you here again. I wanted to do um, a a podcast, a a talk on how we can best support grieving widows or anyone grieving for that matter, because I get a lot of messages from people saying that their friend or their relative has lost a partner And they don't know what to do. They don't know how best to support them. They don't understand. They don't know whether what they're doing is right, wrong, indifferent, helpful, unhelpful. Um, And it's hard, right? It's really hard supporting someone in grief. And even, you know, I have been through horrendous grief, um, And I am a grief coach. This is what I do. It's what I know. But there are times when I'm with my loved ones and they have been through grief that I'm sometimes not sure that I don't know whether what I'm doing is is good enough, is helping, is, you know, being taken in, in the right way, the wrong way. And we question ourselves. And sometimes in doing that, it can cause us to take a step back because we feel that we're not enough. And as I say, I have been there and I have done it. And it's really hard. It's really hard knowing how to show up for someone. So I wanted to just talk a little bit about what you can do, what helps, what has helped myself on my journey, what I know has helped others on their journey. Hopefully to give you a little bit of confidence, a little bit of guidance in what you're doing and to know that actually just by doing a few little things that is enough. We tend to want to solve people's problems. We want to make everything better. We want to find positives in it. And there is a time and a place for that, for sure. You know, I I like to look on the bright side. I like to to find a a, a positive outcome in things and and look at things in in a positive way. But sometimes we have to recognize that things are truly awful. They're bad. Terrible things happen. And that's okay. We don't have to find positives all the time. It's okay to sit in the bad, in the grief, in the loss. In fact, it's imperative to our healing. So as much as it is hard um, and we don't know what to say or do, Don't let that prevent you from reaching out to those that need it. Often when we are in a situation that we feel uncomfortable in, that we we don't know what we're doing, we don't know whether what we say is going to be good enough, we don't know how we're going to be um, perceived in, in any given situation, 
it makes us want to just stay away. We, we kind of tell ourselves, oh, do you know what? I, I probably can't do anything to help. So I'll, I'll just stay away. And that probably is the worst thing you can do. Don't let your fear stand in the way of you supporting a loved one. As, as hard as it is to, to show up sometimes, keep showing up. It is so, so important. Let them know that you're there, you know. And when, when offering support, we tend to kind of say, oh, I'm so sorry. It must be really difficult. If there's anything I can do, let me know. People aren't going to come to you. People, people aren't going to reach out to you because we as grievers, we feel like we're being a burden. We feel like we are putting people out. And when, you know, it's it's rare that somebody will come forward and say, oh, I need some help with this. Could, could you help me? So be specific with the help you are offering. Now, practical support is amazing. You know, grief is utterly exhausting. It takes everything out of us absolutely everything mentally physically emotionally spiritually the lot so practical jobs you know clean the house do the food shopping deliver meals cut the grass do the gardening take the kids out um washing ironing. The, the, I mean, the list is endless. Okay. Now I'm not saying that one person has to show up and do all these jobs. The one thing that was absolutely brilliant for, for me in, in my grief, and, and I think helped everyone trying to support me as well. And I know this has helped many others. I had a wonderful conversation with Gary Andrews, um, Gary Doodle, Gary Scribbler. Um, you know, he's, he's um, brilliant on Instagram with his drawings that he does um and he had a, a support group like this set up as well and he said it was wonderful for him um the people that want to support you get them to create a group whether that's on whatsapp or messenger however they want to do it but the people that want to to, to support you and it's not every you know not everyone's going to want to and that's okay too because you know that we we have we have good friends that will show up for you. And then there's acquaintances that will kind of say that they're sorry, but that's okay. So the, the ones, you know, the friends and the family that want to show up, create a support group where they can all connect and talk to each other. So when you need something, they can go into the group and they can say, Karen's really struggling. She needs some help with some paperwork. She needs to be taken somewhere. She needs someone to do the gardening for her. The others in the group, they all know their strengths and their weaknesses and the time constraints that they have, and they will offer what they can, where they can. They are then not feeling obliged to say yes to you because you are asking them directly. And there's other people in there to take some of the, the, the pressure of it. Um, and also, you know, if it's a, a group of women, they will have husbands and they can say, oh, you know, my husband might be able to help do that. Um, if somebody's practical, uh, you know, with form filling or accounts or, or somebody's helpful around the house with DIY, you know, all these little jobs that, you know, the, it's just typical, isn't it, that the washing machine packs up or the boiler blows or, you know, you just need someone to come around and have a look and, and, and take a, a look at these things. So that's really helpful. But also in terms of, if somebody sees you 
and they can see that you're struggling, but they they can't get to you for whatever reason. I mean, there were a couple of times that I turned up at school and it was very obvious that I wasn't able to hold it together. By the time I got home, I had somebody on my doorstep because somebody had seen me at school. They weren't actually able to get to me because they had their own children to pick up. They had to get to clubs and, and stuff. But they posted in the group of Jesse and Karen. She's in a bad way. Can somebody get to her? Literally, somebody was on my doorstep within five minutes of me getting home. And I would I just broke down. And they would be there. And it's things like that. It just, it helps the, the people supporting you to support you because they need support too. It's it's very hard watching somebody you love go through something like this. And, and not only that, they often have their grief because they often knew your person. So they are also grieving, but they don't want to put that onto you. So it's nice for them to have that support for each other. It's also nice that, you know, you know that there's something out there, um, a, a, a team to, to pick you up, to support you in, in the ways that you will need it. So that is one of the, the top tips, I think, for somebody, especially early in grief, you know, in those very early days when you really don't know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're back from your front. <laughs> so that I would I would highly recommend doing that. Um, Learn about grief. Learn how these things pan out. Grief is not something that is talked about, that is discussed, that we are even equipped to deal with in life. We're not taught about it. We're, we're not prepared for it. People aren't honest about it. You know, we're typically British and when we lose someone we love, we we kind of put our face on, we get up, we go out and it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's a bit sad and I'm struggling a little bit, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm managing. Um, that's not the reality of it. Um, so, you know, try and understand grief a little bit more. Understand that everyone will do it differently. Everyone, you know, as much as a lot of the feelings and the emotions are similar, People will deal with them in different ways. There's no right or wrong way. There's no timeline in this. And there's no point in comparing, you know, what your friend is going through to somebody else, you know, that has been through it because they will deal with it in very different ways. And, and that's okay. Just let them do what it is they need to do. Don't judge. Don't criticize. Just understand that they are trying to navigate their way through a very, very difficult time. They don't know who they are. They don't know where they belong. They don't understand what's happened. It's not just the loss of their person they're trying to work through. It's all the secondary losses as well. There's so much. There can be homes, cars, financial loss, intimacy, um, holidays, relationships, careers, loss of identity, the solo parenting it honestly and it keeps coming something will show up again and you're reminded again that you're on your own and you have to deal with this on your own there's so many secondary losses and and it takes a long time to work through them allow them that you know don't kind of say oh you you know you should be doing this you should be doing that don't do it this way don't do it that way just be there, just support them. And if they make a wrong choice or, or a choice that maybe doesn't quite pan out in the way that they'd hoped, just help them pick up the pieces afterwards. You, you know, it's it's a journey and it's about figuring out what works and what doesn't. And that's not 
always incredibly obvious. It may be to you, but it may not be to them. So just let them, just stand by them, walk by their side while they're, while they're trying to figure it out. Let them know that everything is okay. Everything they're feeling, everything they're thinking, even the bad thoughts, and there will be bad thoughts, they're okay. You know, there's going to be a lot of anger, bitterness, resentment, the not understanding why, why me, why this? And, you know, that they're not great questions to ask, but we all go through a phase where we ask them and that's okay. You're allowed, you know, you have absolutely every right to take up your seat in that place and sit there and be with it and feel like that. You don't have to offer platitudes, silver linings. You don't have to try and bright side what it is they're going through. Let them have that. Sit with them. Say, you know, it's okay. It's normal that you feel like that. It's unlikely they're going to feel like that forever because nothing is permanent. We move through this, okay? And it evolves and it changes and we find our way. But in order to move through it, we've got to feel everything. We've got to acknowledge everything. So try not to bring shame on them for feeling anger or having bad thoughts or thinking, well, why did my person die and, and that person's still alive? Or, you know, why, why did this happen? have to happen to him why why all those questions that we do ask it's okay you know they're not a bad person for feeling jealousy about others and their happiness it's all part of the process so so you know let them have that let them sit in in that space for a minute and, and just support them through it listening listening is probably one of the best gifts you can give your person. Now, we're rubbish at listening. Absolutely rubbish. We listen to respond. So somebody is talking to you, somebody is telling you their fears, their emotions, their problems. And the whole time in our heads, we're trying to come up with a solution. And we're thinking, right, okay, well, you could try this, you could try that. Or I know someone else that did it this way or someone else that did it that way. We don't have to do that. Grief is not a problem to be solved. Okay. It is something we have to work through. And as I've just said, there are so many emotions that come with it. So many emotions. Don't be afraid of them. You know, understand that if they are showing anger, it's not at you, it's at the situation, but they need a way to release it. So help them find healthy ways of releasing it. Say, are you feeling really angry? Do you want to run? Do you want to scream? Do you want to put on a song and sing it at the top of your voice? Do you want a punch bag that you can punch <laughs> pillows, something, a way of releasing the anger? It's OK. It's OK to feel anger, but find healthy ways of, of releasing it. You know, um, they may repeat themselves a lot but that's okay too. We have to process the loss. We have to process what has gone on in our lives. And sometimes the only way of doing that is, is by repetition, you know, talking about it and going over it again and again. It, it kind of takes out of the, the shock part of our brain and allows us to process it. So it, it, it becomes our reality. Um, so, you know, just be with them. You don't have to know what to say. You don't have to try and make it better. Just sit and say, this is really rubbish. I'm so sorry I'm here for you. You know, we will figure this out together. 
And, and that, that will be enough, you know, let them talk. Don't feel like you have to fill in every single silence. If they're talking and they're happy talking and they stop for a pause, don't feel you have to, to fill that void. Just hold their hand or put your arm around them and say, I'm here. Let them continue talking. You need to release all this stuff that's inside when you're grieving. And it's really hard to find people that you can do that with because people aren't good at listening. <laughs> it's a skill and it's something that we're just generally not very good at, but we can learn. Learn to just sit, learn to just be, learn to be comfortable in the silence and learn to be comfortable in the uncomfortableness of the grief, because that will be one of the best things that, that you can do. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than when you're talking to somebody and you're, you're kind of saying how awful it is, how bad you're feeling, how your days can feel endless and sorrowful and you don't know who you are. You don't know where you fit in, in anymore. And somebody's going, oh, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? Why other friends? did this and you could do that when are you going to get a part-time job and you don't want you don't want that you don't want those solutions you just want someone to listen and often when we're given that space to talk in we figure out the answers for ourselves you know there might be things that you can offer that are helpful and and by all means try but just be conscious that you're not trying to just fill voids in conversations that what you're saying could be helpful or you, you know to say I, I don't know whether this would help you but this this might be an option for you because as much as we don't always want solutions we can't always see the wood for the trees so it's, it's just being careful with how you deliver what it is you want to say understand that it's a very long haul and it's not something that gets better after six months or a year. You know, early grief is, two, is around two years. It's different for everyone, but the early days of grief are around two years. And that's a long time, but you have to keep showing up in that time. And it might be for even longer. It might be five years, but it's, it's kind of remembering the person with them, helping them to, to you know, reimagine and recreate a life after their loss. And they are going to need a lot of help and support in that. They're going to need you to keep showing up. It doesn't go away. It stays with us forever. And we want to remember our person, you know. And I think it's really lovely when those around you talk about your person as well. You know, you remember things about them. You, you, you talk about who they were as a person, the good and the bad, because it's always good to remember them. Warts and all, um, they weren't perfect. It's very easy to put someone on a pedestal when they've died. Um, but it can be good to remember them in all their glory for, for everything that they were, because they were your person and, and you loved them. Um, don't make assumptions based on outside appearances. People can look good. There, there is no sign to let you know that somebody is grieving. You, you know, we don't wear the black bands around our arms anymore. We don't dress in black. Um, people get up, people get dressed, people put their makeup on, people go to work, you know, and you can look okay. You can seem like you're doing all right, but on the inside, it's a very different story. Take the time, take the time to stop and ask someone, you know, how are you really feeling today? How are you sleeping? Are you eating okay? Are you getting the support you need? Are you connected to others? You, you know, it's very easy to back away in grief, but we, we don't do well with grief in isolation. We need connection. 
Um, but we can withdraw from that. So just check in with people, you know, don't assume that what you see on the outside is, is what's going on on the inside. Keep asking them out. You know, it's very easy to think, oh, you know, I'm not going to ask. They probably aren't going to want to do that. And I don't want to put pressure on them ask you know say we're meeting up do you want to come there's no pressure and they might say no they might say no for a year but keep asking you know or or, or give them the op option and say do you want me to keep asking or would, would you like me to stop you know let them guide you if you're not sure about anything ask if you keep turning up and you think you're getting on their nerves ask them if you think you're not showing up enough ask them you know that just communication is vital and honest communication is vital we're not very good at being honest <laughs> along with many other things um because we're afraid of being a burden we're afraid of being miserable we're afraid of offending people but you know creating that that honest and open dialogue is is so important because then everyone knows where they stand and and you can help the, the griever do that by saying look you know i want to be here for you What's the best way I can do that? Should I carry on doing what I'm doing? Would you like me to back off a bit? Would you like a little bit more? Um, and and just and if they're not sure, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, it's 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 a very very bumpy road. It's a very difficult journey to navigate. But don't make assumptions based on what you think is right or wrong. If you if you're ever not sure, ask the griever. And I think basics, go back to basics, you know, make sure they're eating well, make sure they're getting enough um, water on board, they're staying hydrated, get them out moving, whether even if it's just for a walk for 20 minutes a day, get them outside, um, make sure they're getting enough vitamin D, um, you know, it's absolutely vital, um, vitamin D, magnesium, things like that to, to help them sleep, to help them um you know keep their energy levels up so they can deal with the challenges they're going to be facing in, in a better way um overwhelm you, you know buy them a, a diary so that they can keep on, on top of all, everything they've got to do and, and their you know a, maybe a, a wall mounted one so they can check in on it and see where they've got to be because your memory goes a, a book a journal start journaling that's brilliant for them to jot down things or even a book for to for a to-do list um because again just it can feel very overwhelming and it can help you bring some order into it um and, and offer to help like i say with the practical jobs to to reduce some of the overwhelm as well and just make sure they're getting enough sleep and rest let them know that that's important that they need to look after themselves that grief is exhausting in in every single way and you know it's it's not permanent it's not going to be as heavy forever. It will become lighter and the days will become brighter. But it does take a long time. And in that time, we have to learn self-kindness, self-compassion, self-love. But we also have to learn to lean on others a little bit more. We have to let people in. We have to show our vulnerabilities. And they're not easy things for us to learn how to do. Um, but, you know, if you are supporting someone just just keep an eye just make sure they're looking after themselves and if they need anything you know just offer that support find someone that can do that for them and and just keep checking in keep showing up listen to their woes and their worries and know 
just know that what you're doing is enough. I know it doesn't feel like it. I know it feels like what you're doing isn't helping in any way because they're still hurting so badly. But please know that everything that you do, every text message you send, every time you show up, every time you take them somewhere, it means so much. They may not show it and it may not be for a while till they recognize how much that actually helps, but it does help take it from me you know I don't know what I would have done without my support network around me genuinely they they picked me up they carried me at the time I appreciated it but now looking back I can absolutely see 100% that that is one of the biggest things that got me through and it is one of the best determiners of how well we do through grief in the support that we get from others in the connections that we create with people so know that you know know that what you're doing is enough and believe in that and just keep doing it even when you doubt yourself because what you are doing is absolutely remarkable and they would be lost without you i hope some of that helps um i know it's not easy but you are amazing. Make sure you're looking after you. It's hard work caring for someone who's grieving on top of your own grief and your own life. So make sure you're looking after yourself as well. And, and ask others to team up to help. It's a big job supporting someone going through something so big. But, you know, again, you're amazing for doing it. And we'd be absolutely lost without people like you helping us in our darkest days. Thank you so much for listening and I will look forward to seeing you again very soon. Take care guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today on The Widow Podcast. If you would like to find out more about how I can help you, please visit my website www.karensutton.co.uk I would love to help you find your way forward to a brighter future. So get in touch. Let's have a conversation and let's help you take back control and find a more positive way through your grief. I look forward to hearing from you.